two, one. What is up, guys? It is Primetime Kansas City, and today's episode will be going over the Week 12 recap, which also includes the Chiefs winning a narrow victory against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We'll also be talking about the NFC East and how the New York Giants are on the top of the division at 4-7, and seven, I want to say. And we'll be going through all, all the other Week 12 games. We might be throwing in some college basketball as we are one week into the season, and we might have a trending or falling but other than that, this is Primetime Kansas City presented to you by Q39. Hey, Kansas City. It's Chef Rob McGee from Q39. It's time to get fired up about football season. Whether you're watching the game at home or hosting a tailgate, Q39 has fresh championship winning barbecue for you. Visit Q39KC.com to view our catering and carryout menus. You can also make reservations. Stop by and see us at either location, 1000 West 39th Street or in Overland Park, 110th and Antioch. See you then. All right, what's up, guys? It's Primetime Kansas City, and let's just get right into it. Um, Chiefs versus Buccaneers. John, I damn well know you do not have a special change report. Uh, no, I do not, but I can – look, we don't need numbers for me to tell you what the special teams report was. Um, Harrison Bucker was solid. Uh, Tommy Townsend was not great at all. In fact, I would say he was bad. I agree. Um, and that's just out, of, the game. out of four punts, he only had one inside the 20. Yeah, and he should have had like three inside the 20, but two of them he just completely screwed up. He had one good one. He had that 50-yarder into the 20 um, that was that was solid. Um, but yeah, he didn't really net the Chiefs any solid defensive field position, which he usually has done, but hopefully he can bounce back. Punters have bad weeks sometimes, so hopefully he'll be fine. And I still do want to say, he was a fantastic move. It's been much, much better than Colquitt, who got cut this season by the Steelers, and he doesn't cost us anything. So, weekly reminder of me telling you how good of a move it was to cut Colquitt for Tommy Townsend. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Uh, going away from special teams, Chiefs win 27-24 against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Chiefs improved to 10-1. Buccaneers are now 7-5. Um, Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill have a day. Patrick Mahomes, 37-49. at 49. 462 passing yards, three touchdowns, but that's not even the most impressive. Tyreek Hill, 13 receptions, 269 receiving yards, nice, and three touchdowns. Yeah, uh, that was ridiculous. Look, I think the big takeaway from the whole Tyreek Hill performance, and I had kind of thought this too, is I've been hearing oh so much about how great Todd Bowles is and this and that and this and that. The actual, literally in the past two years, I have not seen Tyreek Hill in single man-to-man coverage once until yeah. now. Like, th- this is just not something Ever that happens. Ever since that Thursday night football game against the Raiders happen. in, like, December, there has not been man coverage on Tyreek yeah. Hill. And if there has been man coverage, it's been, like, three people. Um they, you know, we, you just don't see one guy taking him one-on-one and it's just, it's stupid. I think anyone can tell you, I don't think anyone in NFL history has ever been as dangerous in one-on-one man-to-man coverage as Tyreek Hill is. He's literally like, it is a problem. You're, you're not going to beat, you're not going to, you know, you're not going to stick with him. He's not going to drop a pass. He's not going to screw up his route. You're, I mean, you just, you don't have an out. You don't have an out for them. You single cover. Demarcus Robinson, and honestly, you single cover Nicole Hardman because he doesn't have that burst of speed off the line that Tyree Kill has. Um, 
I, I just, I don't know. It, it's weird to me. I don't know why they thought they were going to get away with that. And it, it lost them the game. Once they stopped doing it, the Chiefs, the, or the Chiefs offense went from absolute insanity to not great. I mean, we, we really struggled after we got to that 17-point yeah, mark. I mean, when you look at this game, it's kind of like 27-24 doesn't do it justice. It's no, like the and, Chiefs, yeah, and, yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say, the Chiefs had this game like in the bag this whole time. Literally, oh, Demarcus yeah. Robinson could have closed it in the second half when he ran out of bounds. But instead, he ran out of bounds. He had a wide open lane to the touchdown, but he ran out of bounds. And then Patrick Mahomes fumbles, and we don't get any points. And that would have put us up twenty four to zero going into half. Oh yeah, and this was this was a game of I mean the scoreline being close is just a byproduct of um, a lot of missed opportunities by the Chiefs. I think this is a trend that you know, we can't afford to have continue because yeah, I mean, it's, it's so difficult to fend teams off when you're blowing chances. Like we had, I mean, the first possession, Kelsey screws up the pass. That's four points. We missed Mahomes fumbles. That's seven points. We missed. And I don't even think that was Mahomes' fault. I really blame Eric Fisher for letting a guy get through there untouched. I mean, yeah, he got absolutely freaking literally lit up from his blind side. Um, yeah. Not surprising at all that that happened. Um, yeah, you talk about D-Rob running out of bounds, and then you have him missing Miko on a go-route where people forgot to cover him. So that's um, really 22 points right there. Yeah, and even then, I there was the... I mean, we failed to convert on, like, third and one with Clyde. But um, those are 22 points we should have had. Oh, yeah. And it, I mean, it's just like... And once again, you can play the whole game of, we miss this, everybody misses this, everybody misses that. But, like, these are things that you shouldn't be screwing up um, and really on a, on a, you know, on another week, it's possible that we execute all of these opportunities. Yeah. And that's um, a great point. It's like this late in the season, those are stuff you need to be executing. Oh yeah. And I mean, look, we're lucky that Tom Brady just isn't that good anymore. And sucks. I'm going to be honest. It. I know Jackson might have a different take on this if he were here. Well, maybe not a different take. Do we, we would either agree or disagree on this. Um, which God booger McFarland much, um, <laughs> freaking, uh, Bruce Arians is dumb. I I don't know why he has just thrown out the dink and dunk that Tom Brady has been doing for the past 10 years. Like this dude stopped throwing downfield in like 2008. Like why are we having him run the freaking Patrick Mahomes, chuck it all over the place offense. He's not a quarterback that can do that. He hasn't been a quarterback can do that. And now they want the 42 year old version of him to do that. I'm completely fine with them sabotaging um, Tom Brady's career, but the Tampa Bay Buccaneers coaching staff is pretty suspect to me. Um, and I think it it's kind of funny because I I think that is the factor that's holding them back. I think if they had a more intelligent offensive scheme with all the weapons that they have, they don't have to spread it out like you know down who this, the field like that. You know who this sounds it's like just, they need? What? Eric Bieniemy. Yeah, I mean, look, yeah, that's totally something to do. Arians' job isn't in any danger at all. No. But it's just, I think anyone that looks at this logically can see, hey, this is not the right way to use Tom Brady. And, there's, and it definitely isn't the right way to use 42-year-old Tom Brady. There's rumors that Brady and Arians are not getting along. Arians is supposedly I mean, pissed that Brady's not performing well, even though the Buccaneers did not want to sign Brown and they really didn't want to get Gronk because they had OJ Howard. But in hindsight, it's a great move to get Gronk with Howard 
yeah. to out for the season. But Brady hasn't been performing to what they should be expecting. And Bruce Arians is like, why am I wasting draft picks and money on people that aren't even going to do good for us? Yeah. But it yeah, was Rob Gronkowski's first game over 100 yards receiving since, I think, 2018. And, of course, it's against the Chiefs. What do you know? I mean, yeah. Tom Brady sucked, but his receivers are good. Mm-hmm. It's like Mike Evans had three receptions. Two of them were touchdowns. Yeah. No, they are – Um, look, that receiving core is loaded. They have Godwin. They have Mike Evans. They have Antonio Brown. They have – Gronkowski, they have those running backs. They have O.J. Howard on a regular day? Uh, Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, I don't know. It's weird to me. And this is the one thing about the Bucs. It's such an interesting situation is they've kind of sold their soul to Tom Brady, um, which is a weird decision to make. I get that getting this guy is, you know, a big deal for your franchise. The Bucs really had nothing to lose getting him, all that. It's, it's a weird thing to see an NFL franchise just kind of kowtow to a quarterback that they've gotten, like Tom Brady, and then just kind of hurting your future and just kind of like your general priorities to help appease a 42-year-old man. That's just not something that happens all that often in sports. Um, but yeah, it's, it's created a weird dynamic, and it's not surprising to me at all that Arians is upset, but he can be upset all he wants. He went along with it. Like, I, that's on you. I, I don't know what to say about it. It's hard for me to think that he's pissed at Tom Brady for bringing in Gronk and Antonio Brown. Dude, you're the head coach. Like, this is – you can you don't have to let these things happen. Um, I can tell you one thing. Their GM doesn't want to kowtow to Tom Brady because he still wishes Jameis Winston was there because their GM wrote a book about how Jameis Winston is the best quarterback ever. So, I – yeah. If you I, know, you know. That, that's – Dude, they are the one of the weirdest just like situations when you really break it down. I know people don't really look at it like that, but this is a team who sold their souls to a 42-year-old man and their GM wants a quarterback that is now playing for another team who is benched behind Taysom Hill. Like, what the <laughs> hell is going on in Tampa Bay? This is just – Tampa Bay, is, the Buccaneers are just the Florida man of sports teams. They are. And it's weird. It's really weird. And I don't think anyone even realized this dynamic. And I'm just pulling it out there. They're a weird case. I hate to say it, but I think if they have Jameis Winston, they're either in the same spot they are right now or six and six. Oh, uh, and look, they could even be better. Is yeah, they, I, I, think, I know that. I don't want to say it. I don't want to sound psychotic, but no. if well, you're going to agree, they, look. Um, Jameis Winston. Is I hate saying great... it, but Tom Brady lost uh, both games against the Saints. It was Tom Brady. Uh, well, I should yeah. get the first one. The first one, it was a good game. Second one, Tom Brady lost it on his own. So, and maybe I'm just psychotic for this. And Tom Brady's still done some good things. So, I will, I will back off the Jameis Winston being better. But the thing I have to say about it is that they are running this chuck it down the field, high powered offense. And yeah, I mean they have the weapons that they want to do it with, but. Tom Brady's just not the right guy for the system. This is this is not they're not a match for each other. You kind of have to build your your offense around what your quarterback's good at. And the thing they're doing in New England that made them so effective, it's Tom Brady moving people around, doing this and that, just to throw a little one yard out route for a 17 yard game. Like that was that was the New England Patriots, and I think that's what you have to do. 
Because he's 42. I know I keep saying that number. Is he 43? Do I keep saying 42? Is he 43? Uh, like, that would be really awkward if he's 40. Uh, uh, he no, might be. And everyone... He's 43. God dang it. Okay, well, 43 makes it even worse. I know I messed this up on a press podcast. But, yeah, um, I'm, I'm even rambling at this point. But, yeah, he's 43. Why are you throwing this big downfield throw offense? I guess because he's smart enough to not throw picks, which was the flaw of Jameis. But at the same time, but he James hasn't has done it. He, at, he's still Tom Brady has still thrown nine interceptions or 11, or 11, picks. 11. Yeah. He threw, he threw nine through eight games. Um, so yeah. And that, I don't know. You guys, you look like at it, that, whatever Jameis was earning last year com- to compare to what Tom Brady's earning right now. Yeah. Do you I mean, want probably, do you want Tom Brady will probably finish with what? At least 15 picks at least. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, probably more if he's at a. Yeah, level. I mean, I, that's what I'm saying. At least 15 picks, and he James, and he's earning a lot more than Jameis Winston. And yeah, I would, Jameis did throw 30 though. Like 30 is a yeah, 30. Okay, Jameis would have never thrown 30 this year. I don't think he would have thrown 30 back to back. Look, yeah, he, he Jameis might know, have been at probably, 20. All I'm trying to say is, I think the Buccaneers made the wrong decision by signing Tom Brady instead of keeping Jameis Winston. I said it. It's possible they did, and I think I, I'm not going to blame them for it because I just think seeing it's the a opportunity good, uh, to sign Tom Brady. It's a good PR move. Yeah, I just think seeing the opportunity to sign Tom Brady is um, a good thing. But it changes yeah, the perspective of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But hey, so wait, we haven't rambling. talked about we haven't talked about the defense. We need to talk about the defense because I thought they it was were ass. pretty good. It was it was ass in the second half. It was good in the first half. Okay, I mean, I don't think it was ass per se. The game was never in jeopardy. Like, I which I is weird. Just, it felt like it was in the fourth quarter, but at the same time, it wasn't. Yeah, no, it really wasn't. Um, mainly because um, Chris Jones. We didn't have any issues getting a first down. I love Chris Jones. Yeah, Chris Jones is he's on and offy, but he. Oh, I'm not talking about his performance. I just love him. Oh, for oh, getting yeah. into Tom Brady. He, he effing hates Tom Brady. I know. I, keep I don't. Say, I I know. I, I you're not gonna like when I bring this up, but on part of my take. He talked about when he got into Tom Brady last year in New England. Yeah, and he said something to him, right? Yeah, he he said stuff we he didn't even say because he said he can't say it. Um, yeah, he said it's all just trash talk during the game, but I don't respect Tom Brady. Sometimes I I'm probably coming up with that that was probably bullshit. But Chris Jones does not like Tom Brady. Yeah, he no, said he his goal. At the end of the game, is to make sure he is inside Tom Brady's head, and he said it is a hard thing to do since he's such a good quarterback. But when Chris Jones is inside Tom Brady's head, he performs worse. Yeah, I mean it's fair. And the I last two times bring- Tom Brady has butted heads with Chris Jones, the Chiefs are two and zero. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. There's your weirdest yeah, no. out of the day. Yeah, he, he's an imposing presence that definitely helps the defense, and he does he does different things. Like he gets his hands up and tips passes and. Like, Frank Clark might be one of the stuff. dumbest people on the Chiefs, too. Yeah, Frank Clark, dude. Frank Clark He's starting to get in the season. D4 uh, category. I wouldn't say D4. I, okay, I know. D4 is kind of a very But I think they're kind term. of different situations because yeah. D4 was both never of, a guy. Both of them against Tom Brady. That's why I really just. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Like, it's, if we would have lost a game, that would have been. About Frank Clark. That would have been the Frank Clark game. Yeah, and. We'll see what happens with him, but look, if he's going to perform in the playoffs, last year he didn't do jack piss in the regular season. 
Jack and he Piss. performed in the playoffs. Um, so we will um, we will see. We will see because if he can be good in the playoffs, I could give a dang about what he does in regular season. Doesn't really matter to me. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think one thing that has to be said about the defense is they work well with a lead. Yes. I think when you get a lead in front of them, they're much more efficient. They're much um, more calm. Yeah, and I in a good way. Calm in a good they way. They looked like they looked good. Like they were making plays against the um the Bucks. And I think one part of it is we have to bring pressure. Like bottom line is we got to get the freaking pressure back there. Um, yeah, that that is just such a big part of our defense because uh, our running defense is bad. So when when we're guarding the pass and we can't bring pressure. Our secondary isn't really good enough to hold the Ford down. We saw it against Oakland. We got ripped apart. We brought pressure this week, and things were fine. But I saw Dominique Foxworth, who was saying, like, and I, I really agreed with him. He was saying the Chiefs are way better when they have to, like, when they're facing an offense that is pressured to score because they have to be more up-tempo and throw the ball uh, and not run it, and they're more susceptible to pressure. So – yeah, that's that's kind of the um, the way that I look at it because it's clear we're better in games and we're ahead when the defense is in you know with a fire under their butts. They're surprisingly worse. So and just a last note on this game: if you want to talk shit about Tyron Matthew, expect him to talk back at you. We'll leave it at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, next up, uh, let's go into Thanksgiving Day: the Texans versus the Lions. Um, the big thing out of this is Deshaun Watson. You could say he's back, but I mean the Texans are four and seven. There's no back in that. Um, yeah, this will be yeah. Deshaun Watson fired Matt Patricia and the Lions GM. So I don't know if you saw it, but the Lions fans were donating thirteen dollars to Deshaun Watson's foundation because that's how many wins Matt Patricia got them over his like two Ooh, or that three is years. Funny, I love a good little donation prank. Yeah, it's a, so. it's a win-win. So yeah. Deshaun Watson, four touchdowns. Have a day. Um, my lock of the week killed killed it. The football team beat the Cowboys 41 to 16. They were plus three against the Cowboys. Um I I hate saying it, but I, this is what I expected. Um yeah, yeah, Antonio Gibson's just a good rookie running back. I think we have to look at it as as him. We have to look at him as a top fifteen running back. And better than Clyde, unfortunately. Yeah, I sadly agree. enough. Which look, and I'm not like faulting anyone. You look, you do the draft. A lot of times, you don't pick the best player in your possession. It happens. I mean, Mahomes wasn't the first quarterback pick, so yeah, I'm not. I'm not the type of person that's gonna fault people for not getting the cream of the crop in the draft because it's mostly luck, from what I can tell. Yeah, so, and I mean, looking at this football team, they have a very good offense and they very good run defense i don't like this football team if they make the playoffs i would not be shocked if they win on nickelodeon who knows maybe they can have a magical win on nickelodeon with alex smith and they're gonna be at home yeah as a four i really Um, i i hope i'm cheering for the football team it has to be said though alex smith's last few games have been um trash he's been alex smith like he's not any, Alex Smith, last game, 19 of 26, 149 passing yards, one touchdown, one interception. That is about as Alex Smith as you can get. Yeah, except you just take out the interception. But he had that game where he had like 340 yards, and that was it. Like, no touchdowns, no picks. Like, tell me that ain't Alex Smith. Like, jeez. 
Next up, Chargers Bills. Bills win twenty-seven to seventeen. Anthony Lynn, what the hell are you doing? Yeah, we've been saying don't fire Anthony Lynn for a bit, but it's just hard to make that case. I can't. I can't help him. Like, why would you run it? And he seems like a great guy, and like I like him. (laughs) He's a a great guy, but his football. Yeah, and it might not even be his fault. Like, it might not be. Like, from what we know, but just the way that the sport works. You do this, you get fired. Um, that's just kind of how it is. All right. And, so, and he's going to be gone, probably. In a big game, Titans versus Colts. Titans won 45 to 26. Derek Kearney literally shoved his dick down the, the Colts' throat. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I did, mean, um, I, there's no other words other than that. Yeah. I mean, and you basically won our fantasy game because of it, unless these Ravens positives get the game freaking canceled. Knock on wood, please. Knock on wood if you're with me, man. Knock on wood if you're with me, man. All right, but no. Yeah, Derrick Henry, this is his prime form. From week 12 to week 17, that's when you do not want to play the Titans. Yeah, no, you don't. Um, This is where they turned it on last year, so. And in a weird game, Panthers versus Vikings, Panthers scored back-to-back touchdowns defensively in two snaps. The Vikings won Uh, 28-27. It was, it was a weird game. That was weird AF. You have that guy on the Vikings who screwed up, and then he scores the touchdown. Yeah. Um, and then Joey Sly weird. somehow misses the 50-something yarder, but barely misses a 60 – or but has the league for a 67-yarder. It's like – Also, like the Panthers. They're, they yeah, have they the They probably pieces. needed to run a little more clock. Oh, yeah. One thing. But, yeah, they also just needed to stop the, the Panthers. Or they also the just need Sorry. Christian McCaffrey healthy. Yeah, and when they have him healthy, I think they're actually a good team. I'm with That's you what I'm Josh. saying. I, I think the Panthers have the pieces to be a good team. I mean, they've played well without him, and even then, he's the best offensive skill position player besides quarterback in the NFL, probably. I mean, I will, I'll go ahead and say it because I think Kelsey's the best tight end, and I think he's a more extraordinary running back than Kelsey is an extraordinary tight end. And he is a freaking ridiculous receiver. So... Yeah, he's insanely good. Next up, 27-25, Cleveland Browns beat the Jacksonville Jaguars to improve to 8-3. Browns, I don't know what to say about them. They're going to get their asses kicked in the first round. Uh Uh-huh, and I I would be fine with playing them. (laughs) Like, if we get the two seed and we play the Browns, fine with me. Like, whatever. Because uh, I, I think the reality is we're probably going to be in the divisional round. The other issue is... I don't know. Um, I don't know. I Dude, okay, but the problem is if the Steelers lose to an out-of-division opponent, then we lose the tiebreaker to them. So... Shit, yeah, never mind. So, yeah, they, they are either going to have to lose to the Ravens, the... Um, Bills? The Browns, or the... Or, or the... Um, Bills. The uh, Bengals. Mm. The Bills are out of their division. So they, oh, yeah. I was just saying, I mean, they could lose two games out of these next six. Ravens, could, football team, Bills, will. Bengals, Colts, Browns. Yeah, they could. I don't think they will. I think us losing to the Raiders was kind of the nail in our coffin, unfortunately. Which sucks. And I mean, if you can, if you lose one game, you should not, like, that should get yeah. you a bye. And this is why the bye should still be there for the two seed. But 
freaking uh, apparently the NFL wants to give out a giant competitive advantage just because you put it up just as good of a season, but you lose to an out of division team or an in division team instead of an out of division team. How about we look at strength of schedule, everybody, and then we'll see who deserves to get the tiebreaker. I, I don't know. It pisses me off so much. The NFL has a dumb playoff structure. There's too many problems. You shouldn't introduce this level of randomness. I know I'm complaining about this, and now maybe the Steelers will lose two games or they'll lose zero, and I'll look like a more Probably lose zero. Yeah, more likely than not, they'll lose zero. I really think they'll go 16-0. Not that – and look, they can go 16-0. I won't even think they're a better team than the Chiefs. They, <laughs> I, they, I they, think they, America thinks that too. Dude, they have not had a extremely impressive win. I mean, look, they beat the Ravens and Lamar pooped his pants going in for the winning drive. <laughs> but they, hey, we won't know this until tomorrow. So, well, they well no, but earlier in the year they beat the Ravens and Lamar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. I'm, but I'm saying like if we don't know yet. This could still happen. And then the Texans miss a game winning, or not the Texans, the Titans miss a game winning field goal. They almost lost to the Titans. Like they almost lost to the game. Giants. Yeah, this team has not played any they just this is no the opposite of the chargers they win no one possession games they just take care of business yeah they're like the packers last year to me and we're gonna be the 49ers to their packers but like winning your conference against a team that people thought might be better than you and Next game, Giants Bengals. Giants win nineteen to seventeen. They take first place of the NFC East, but they lose Daniel Jones for a couple of weeks due to a hamstring strain. Um, yeah, I have nothing else on this game. It's a pretty trash game. Yep, let's skip it. Next up, Cardinals Patriots. Cardinals hype is done. Yeah, um, they are. They are done. They. Yeah, they just. How do you lose the Patriots like that? The Patriots are not How that good. How do you lose the Cam Newton who passes for 84 yards and two interceptions? That's all I really have to say. Yeah, no. Who knows? Bad, bad, bad. Next up, um, Dolphins, Jets. Dolphins win 20-3. to Not much. Jackson got no, us all. The, the Jets week. are trash, Correct. and they're making a mistake by not firing Gase yet. All right. Next up, Raiders, Falcons. Falcons, 43, Raiders, six. six. Hey, Raiders fans, if you're listening to this, just listen closely. I I have I have a sentence. Suck my dick. Yeah, this is cool with keying in on a little bit, and I it's um the this made, this made the, my Sunday the best. Yeah, and I'm watching this. Look, it, it it honestly discouraged me a little bit just because of how close they played us. It was like, what the hell? Like this team sucks. Yeah, they I mean there was there was a the bad Falcons. there is a bad way to look at this game, but when I went to bed on Sunday night, I literally thought to myself. The Raiders got their asses kicked by the Atlanta Falcons. I li- yeah. I'm not even lying. I thought that. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy that it happened. I didn't think it was going to happen. And I saw like a ridiculous amount of the betting money was on the uh, the Raiders. And I so I, I even projected I even projected the Falcons to win straight up last week too. Yeah, that's um, that's that's good. Good job. <laughs> thank thank you, John. That's all I want. <laughs> Um, next up, Saints Broncos. Broncos don't have a quarterback. I really think this game. Yeah, you, you screwed up, Denver. Uh, that's what you get for not following protocols. Yeah, just put some freaking masks on. Like, come on, people. Like, it's just unacceptable to not be doing it in the NFL setting. Like, there are consequences for not doing it. Like, it hurts your team. Like, I hope 
having slightly fresher air was worth it. Like, Jesus Christ. But they, they paid the price and lost to Taysom Hill by 30. So They didn't lose as bad, though, to as Tampa Bay did. So keep your head. Yeah. Keep your head up high. Next up, 49ers Rams. 49ers win the upset 23-20. Robbie Gold nails a 50-something yard field goal against the Rams. This yeah. is kind of an upset of the week that really no one saw coming. Yeah, I mean, Nick Mullins getting it done. Um, the Niners are going to dark horse everyone next year. I hope you're ready for that. I, I don't think it's a dark horse. Wrong. I just think they, they will have a healthy team. Yeah, well, people are going to break them to go like 9-7 and seven this offseason, and they're going to go like 14-2. and two. And they're going to face the Chiefs in another Super Bowl. And when we're waiting for Super Bowl 56 and the Chiefs are about to play the Niners again, um, make sure we link this podcast, please. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. We'll do. Um, Sunday Night Football, Bears, Packers. <laughs> that was just atrocious. Yeah, that um, that was freaking butt. Like <laughs> that game was like making me. The laugh. fact that David Montgomery is being known for his fifty-seven yard run, like that's what the Bears' season is highlighted by. That's when you know your season's bad. Yeah, they are. Um, they're like, what the? They have like Cordero Patterson running around and like all this. I think Cordell Patterson probably has more snaps this year under QB than Mitchell Trubisky. Maybe it just—it's weird that he's—he's he's just rising out of the ashes to play for them so much. But I, you know what? Whatever, whatever. Next up, um, Monday Night Football is the betting tragic Seahawks Eagles Seahawks, twenty three seventeen. Eagles really screwed everyone in America. Um, yeah. yeah. Some dude they lost five hundred thousand dollars on a hail mary. That doesn't matter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it is um, John. If if you were that dude in. That had $500,000. How would you feel? I would feel absolutely terrible. Um, I'm pretty sure if I had $5 on it, I would have been super pissed. So, um, yeah, that is, uh, that's dumb. And that's the dumbest backdoor since Patrick Mahomes um, lost like 25 yards on kneel downs in the Super Bowl and didn't hit his rushing yards over. Yeah, they, they, that I, I have nothing to say on that. Um, we're recording this on Tuesday night. Uh, tomorrow is the Ravens Steelers at two forty on a Wednesday afternoon because the Rockefeller tree lighting is more important. I mean, yeah, and I have I, a beef I, with this game because they moved the sporting game from Wednesday to Thursday because they didn't want to compete with the football game. But that makes literally no sense because they play. Their game was scheduled to start 90 minutes after the Ravens one would end. Like, well, okay. Well, I'm assuming that I'm assuming Sporting KC thought they would have played at the regular time. Okay, but when they announced they were moving it to Wednesday, they announced it was at 2:40. Or is this because they didn't have a Thursday night football game to show? Well, either way, it doesn't. I think it's because they don't have a Thursday night football game to show, so they might as well show some sporting event. I mean, they can do it on Wednesday, too. There's no football on Wednesday. Well, no, John, but, John, John. There's no Thursday night football to, this week on Fox. I know, but the Thursday night slot in general isn't any more valuable than the Wednesday night slot. Well, like, what would Fox show like What would Fox show this Thursday if they didn't put sporting? Because sporting is nationally televised. Okay, just show it on Wednesday. Show something else on Thursday. Pick up a college basketball game. Like, what? 
Like, <laughs> I I don't have anything wrong with that. I mean, it actually works out well for me if we're gonna be honest. Wednesday I mean, afternoon yeah. you got so football. For me. Wednesday night um, you got Missouri basketball, and then Thursday night you got Sporting KC. Well, here's the deal. The person I would go with, my brother, because my like I just want to, you know, I don't want to go alone, and nobody else would want to go. So John, I'll go, go if you give him. me a ticket. <laughs> nah, see that's the deal. He would have been buying my ticket, but anyway, he's been he's been planning on leaving town on Thursday. We were all set to go on Wednesday, but now I'm not gonna go. It's like damn. All because it's you like want Dale. The Thursday slot instead of the Wednesday slot. Like, hey, on. you know, you know who you can blame for this? Lamar Jackson. No, the Ravens coaching staff. Because one person or screwed that. up. Whoever, whoever got COVID. I mean, Mark Ingram got COVID. J.K. Dobbins got COVID. Chase um, McSorley. Yeah. Also, let me just give a quick shout out to Sporting for the Sporting people. Sporting versus Minnesota on Thursday, as I just ranted about. Conference semifinals, big game. So even if you don't watch soccer. I recommend flipping it on because I feel like even if you didn't watch soccer, because nothing else is going to be on. Yeah, nothing else is going to be on. I think there was more entertainment value in Sporting's last game than there was in a lot of the football games on Sunday. I was going to say you can't so, say the Chiefs game. No, not the Chiefs, not the Chiefs. Um, but but if you're a, if you're a soccer fan and a football fan, then it actually did have more entertainment value because the game was absolutely wild. So. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's it. This has been primetime Kansas City. John, do you have anything else? No, I don't really have much. Um. I have. I, I, uh, I actually have a trending falling. Oh, go ahead. go ahead. All right. Um. Here we go. Trending. Jake Paul. Oh yeah. And falling is Nate Robinson. <laughs> Legitimately. <laughs> yeah. That um. That was rough. Like it was rough. Dang. But and Jake Paul is like just a. I, I'm going to cuss for the first time on this. Jake Paul is a complete piece of shit. Like, that dude sucks on so many levels. He made a diss track on teachers. He said that COVID doesn't exist and that the flu killed as many people this year, which is just, like, empirically not true. Um, he he doesn't he, like, think right, but he can land a punch. a bunch of guns at it. I don't even know how he's still relevant after that happened. Like, there were feds at his house raiding, like, guns and crap. Like, what the hell is going on with this guy? Um, so, yeah, Nate Robinson failed all of America. And all of the athletes that came out and roasted him publicly, they were all in the right. He deserved everything he got. <laughs> uh, my following? Vanderbilt's offense. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They are, uh, their offense is trash. They got murdered by Mizzou. And um, while it wasn't the most impressive kick, still cool to see Sarah Fuller. I mean, whatever. It's, it's Hopefully cool. she can get a kick against Georgia. Uh, yeah, hopefully she can get a field goal. Like, let her get a field goal. It can kind of shut up all the people who are, like, kind of, like, just overtly assholes about it. Like, there were people who were being pretty, pretty ridiculous. Um, but, yeah, it was um, – it was cool either way. It's something you don't see ever. So there you go. All right. This has been primetime Kansas City. If you guys enjoyed hey, this, this has to get all this has to get ugly at the end. So like D Ford, uh, I hate my life because the Clippers lost in the playoffs. Um wine, wine, wine. Okay, podcast is over.
Okay. All right. This has been Primetime Kansas City presented to you by Q39. If you guys enjoyed this podcast, make sure to subscribe, leave a review, let us know how we did, what we did good, what we did bad. If you guys want to follow us on Twitter, follow us at Primetime underscore KC. But other than that, John, do you have anything to say? Uh, the triple threat at Q39 is really good. All right. There's that for you. See you guys on the next episode.